Who is my neighbor? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The most important moral lesson taught by our Lord was the commandment of love. Love for God and love for our fellow man. In today's Gospel, we hear him repeating this commandment for the benefit of a lawyer, who doubtlessly thought he could make out very well in a debate with this simple carpenter from Nazareth. Our Lord not only proved to the lawyer that he was not so wise as he imagined, but also told a parable that will carry an inspiring lesson to mankind until the end of time, the parable of the Good Samaritan. To understand the full significance of this parable, we must note the question of the lawyer which our Lord answered, Who is my neighbor? By the parable of the Good Samaritan, our Savior intended not only to emphasize the excellence of charity, but also to point out that true Christian charity must extend to all people without exception. This principle he made clear by stating that the generous traveler of the parable was a Samaritan, for between the Judeans and the Samaritans there was a strong nationalistic antagonism. Consequently, Christ wished to teach us that we must be charitable to all human beings, even to those whom we naturally dislike. The lesson of this parable is just as useful to us today as it was to those who listened to it the first time so long ago. We may be tempted to dislike certain persons, or perhaps because of various reasons, perhaps because of differences, or perhaps because they lack courtesy, or have been unkind to us personally, the inclination to show resentment towards such persons, or to exclude them from our deeds of kindness, is not sinful, as long as we do not deliberately yield to it. So I'm not speaking of the actual act of refraining from being charitable to others, but the inclination or that, how do I say, tendency within us that kind of urges us to do that. If we resist against that tendency, that inclination, well, then we would not have sinned. Instead, we must go contrary to that and strive to make all the more and wholeheartedly an act of charity towards such persons. If we possess the spirit of Christian charity, we shall overcome our natural feelings and show kindness and generosity towards such persons when the need of our assistance arises. If we are tempted to be unkind or harsh, we should think of the parable of the Good Samaritan and take to heart the words of our Lord, Go and do thou likewise. In a word, true Christian charity abstracts from the personal characteristics of our fellow man, however unpleasant they may be, and beholds in all human beings the beautiful image of God, reflected either actually or potentially by sanctifying grace. Thus, when we help others in the spirit of true Christian charity, we are really expressing our love of God. We must remember, though, that there is an order in charity. There is a saying that charity starts first at home. In other words, that we owe our charity first to our family and those under our charge. In fact, St. Paul warns us that, and he says this in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 8, if any man have not care of his own, and especially of those of his house, he hath denied the faith, and is worse than an infidel. St. Francis de Sales speaks of a man who is kind and courteous to strangers in the streets, and then goes home, and is an insupportable tyrant to his family, and that such a man is not truly charitable. 
We must exercise our benevolence towards others according to the bond that they have with them, that we have with them. Consequently, we should look after our families and relatives first, then our benefactors, friends, and immediate neighbors, and so on and so forth. We must also remember that charity, like all the virtues, is interconnected to the other virtues. Someone who brags about the help he gave someone is not truly charitable because he is prideful. He wants people to see his good act and, of course, to praise him. Likewise, someone who deprives his children of basic nourishment so as to give money to a stranger is not charitable because he is unjust. He withholds the right due to his children to have food and clothing, and so that would not be charitable because it would be unjust. All the virtues work in a harmony together. Charity will be therefore intelligent, making sure that the help given is really needful and really helpful and really needed. It will be prudent, ensuring that any assistance will not pose a danger to the bodies and especially the souls of others. It will be humble, not seeking the praise or esteem of others. The point of our Lord's parable is that our love of neighbor extends to all, even those who are disagreeable to us and even those who hate us. The following I must say, since some use this parable and Christian charity in general to manipulate others. Our Lord does not say that we should endanger physically, emotionally, or spiritually ourselves or others. He does not say that we must despise those closest to us and prefer those who are farthest. Also, Christ does not say that we ought to disrespect Him and disobey His commandments. What he does say is that if we see someone who truly needs our help, that we should help them in whatever way that we can. That the love of neighbor includes everybody. God greatly rewards those who show mercy and charity towards others for his sake. Charity covers a multitude of sins, says our Lord. And in the Proverbs we read, He that hath mercy on the poor lendeth to the Lord, and the Lord will repay him. Let us then follow the example of the saints who helped those around them, who were patient, who were kind. If we imitate them, we will also have the reward in heaven. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.